Bob Johnson. It's time for another episode of <laughs> High Five. I'm one of your hosts, Megan. And I'm one of your hosts, Bob Johnson. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you're sitting at home playing Arena, you're going out to your LGS, you're hanging out playing with friends, or however, really, you're playing. This is episode 327, by the way, for anybody who's counting. Yeah. And we are still in London. Ooh, fun. <laughs> it will... <laughs> That sounded number one, so insincere, and number two, like, you were surprised by that fact. (laughs) And if you thought last episode was delirious, we just did Jaeger bombs in a pub. (laughs) That was like two hours ago. we're down off the bomb Mostly, I'm incoherently tired. Yeah, I mean, jet lag doesn't leave you for a long time, actually. I'm just tired. It's true. It was a long weekend. We did a lot of stuff. Yeah. What was your favorite part of being here so far? Hold on, I'm just realizing I don't know where my passport is. Oh my god. That doesn't laugh. That sounds like a joke. You hear the background. You cover for a second and I'm going to go check my bag. Yeah, you go check. I think that's important, just to have peace of mind. The other laugh you hear in the background is none other than the Biscuit Jesus, who you might remember from Grand Prix coverage doing Life Total's long hair, looks like Jesus and a biscuit had a baby, um, who's being our PA today, helping us with our camera and stuff uh, in our Airbnb here in the lovely city of London. <laughs> you can come say hi, BJ. If you're watching the video, he's going to come and look in the lens really creepy-like right now. <laughs> we took him in with the kindness of our hearts because he had nowhere to stay tonight. But yeah, we've uh, we've had a great time. Megan just found her passport, um, so all is right with the world. <laughs> Oh, I found it. <laughs> oh, what a rush, as my mom All used right. to say. So, yeah, what was your what's your favorite part about London? Oh, wow. About what we've done here. I love the tube. The tube is great. I love the London Underground. Yeah. I love me a good public transit system. Mm-hmm. Amen. Which maybe sounds ridiculous, but it's also just so true. It is. It makes all the difference when you visit somewhere yeah. or live somewhere. It really does. It's just like you get to you get to travel around so easily. Yeah. Um I love it. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, we've done some cool stuff today. We went to the Tower of London. Megan went to the National Gallery. Yep. We just came. I went to the Science Museum last last week. Natural History Museum. Yes, I spent I spent part of the week hanging out with um, nothing other than Elantris. Yeah. Um, Athena in person um, and Carolyn Mighty Linguini on Twitter. Yes. Um, We had high tea. Oh, that's so cool. It was great. Did you drink with your pinkies up? Yes. Great. It was a delight. We all had uh, so much tea, and then there were like three layers of desserts. That's awesome. Yes. Um, it was, and they were all good. Not all desserts. The bottom one was sandwiches, and the middle one was scones, which is appropriate because a scone is not quite the top dessert, and it's not quite the bottom sandwich. That is a really it's right in the middle. Great way to describe a scone. Yeah. Right. And you know what? The British do actually love their tiny little sandwiches with the crust cut off oh. and weird stuff in the middle. And it's I, so good. I didn't think that that was like, actually, I thought it was a stereotype, but it is a real thing that no, they like. It's a really it's everywhere. Great, real thing. We should tell you what's happening on this show before we get any further off yes. the deep end. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Mythic Championship London, which happened mm-hmm. this past weekend, where we are and why we are here. Yes. <laughs> we're also going to talk about War of the Spark Limited and Modern, because those were the formats at yeah. the tournament. And we're going to do Flavor Text Theater for the first time with War of the Spark. That's right. We're going to do War of the Spark packs. I'm super excited. Yes. We will be doing movie pitches. Our, <laughs> as usual, our first yeah. um, our first Flavor Text Theater format yes. for a new set. Yes. 
But before we do any of that, yes. huge, enormous British thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com oh. slash GLHF. A polite cricket clap magic. for all of you. GLHF magic. It's do you know what? A special, a special sound. A special. A special oh. sound out. A special sound out. Anyways, keep going. You keep going and I'll come back around oh, to what oh. I was trying to say okay. with normal words. Thank you to everyone who became a new patron. Yes. We get notified every time and we both personally look um, yes. at the emails when that happens and send you a thank you note because it really does mean the yes. world to us and it actually does keep our show happening and on the air for you. It's not just something, you know, ethereal off in the void that, oh, somebody else will do that or whatever. No. It's real life. It really matters when it's blooded you. blooded human being or a cold-blooded lizard person. Yeah. Um, we'll take them all. Exactly. We'll take them all. I was going to say special shout out yeah. to, um, we met so many wonderful we did. Uh, listeners of the show um, this past week, which was so cool. It was because awesome. Because we don't always get over to this side of the ocean yeah. all that often, of the Atlantic The ocean. pond, as yes. it were. Um, but we did, and it was so great to see people that we've missed out on seeing because we yes. don't live in the right spot. Thank you so much, everybody yes. who said and hi. And special shout out to Kay and to Hey Worst Artist. Yay! Who we got to see in person. Yeah, that was great. Uh, it was delightful. Yes, agree. So yeah, you can be as cool as them if you support yeah. us on patreon.com slash glhf magic. Yes. And cardkingdom.com slash glhf, a little bit of shorter URL there. If you want to buy anything magic related, you need some shorter more of the spark. Shorter URL. Bo- bo- I'm using the remote as a fake second microphone. <laughs> I was just like, is Megan using that as a. Mi-? Yep, she yes. is. She sure is. <laughs> We've been watching some British TV, and it, yeah. it is a delight. So many home shows, yeah. buying homes. I oh, love there's it. apparently a show. That, and you knew about this before coming here. What one? The one where it's people watching shows. Yes. You watch people watch shows. Yes. And I saw an ad for it, like yeah. on a commercial break of another show, and I was just like, this can't be the ad that I'm seeing. It is. It must be for... It's s- real. I must be misunderstanding it. It is a real show. It is a real but show. But people wonder why we watch Twitch, so, you know, yeah. there you go. I think I guess. I mean, but same. watching... What? I'm watching a person play a game. You're right. It's not that different. <laughs> I still think it's worse. Okay, for the record, I agree that but, what they are doing is but. worse. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you want yeah. more of the spark stuff, booster packs, boxes, singles, whatever you want, cardkingdom.com/glhf. You can ask for tokens in your order by saying "good luck have token." You can ask for a sticker. Fast shipping, great customer service. They have an awesome blog that you can read, and they're yeah, just like yeah. super friendly people who really believe in making the game better and more welcoming for everyone. So we really recommend using. <laughs> Yeah. Mythic Championship London happened. Yes, it did. All right. So modern. Moving on. War of the Spring. What's, what's up, Megan? What's up? Tell, what? me your, tell me your thoughts. Oh, no. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm just tired. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like. I thought f- we're like, oh, we told them everything we have to. It happened. It happened. The end. Now you got the news. The thing is. This it, isn't the news show. It was a weird um, format because. Yeah. It was modern, which yes. is uh, unusual, not completely unusual for yeah. a pro tour or whatever. That's but right. The last one was one was a year and change ago. Yep. It was last January 2018 in Bilbao. Yep. And then there was a modern seat, obviously, at 
ProTour 25th anniversary in Minneapolis. August. Minneapolis. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's been a, a hot minute yeah. since it's been modern, but it's also kind of weird because this new set got released and yeah. it's not standard. Yes. And also it's weird because it was pre-release basically for yeah. War of the Spark draft or sealed or whatever you played that weekend, and the the players had to draft War of the Spark. Many of them told me it was literally their first time ever yeah. ever doing it yeah so some of the some of the testing teams try to make like play test copies yeah and pretend draft it yeah um carolyn was talking about how she had been putting them together into fake booster packs cute um for the for their team i mean what else can you do draft with exactly i don't know so yeah it there was, was also someone who did their first draft of all time on sunday at the, at the tournament did you hear this on sunday yes so because of flight mess of a flight mishap yeah um someone who was in the mythic championship had missed the draft okay on saturday morning the first one but then they went then they did really great in modern <laughs> that's so weird i so didn't they know this managed, happened they went five one in the modern round what and they I managed to really day two with a five four record <laughs> and then they arrive hey, in the hall on great sunday job, that person they arrive in the hall on sunday and yeah it's just their very first draft of all time. That's really great. I love that story. <laughs> Isn't it pretty great? Yeah. I talked to Paul Ritzel, who on Saturday had 3 0 his draft. Um, mm-hmm. or excuse, yeah, Friday had 3 0 his draft, and he told me that was his first time ever drafting it. Yeah. Um, and wow. I'm like, oh, good job. Paul Ritzel. Way to read the cards and like know what they do and be good at evaluating them <laughs> in a vacuum, kind yeah. of, in this new, in this new format. <laughs> um, Can you imagine being in a vacuum? <laughs> <laughs> trying to draft it would be and so it's like it's noisy in one, it's in one of the canisters and the cards no. are just all spinning around that is you. a chaos draft if i've ever heard of a it chaos would be draft like, you know it's like one of those cubes and they blow the money yeah but it's cards and you're trying to grab money <gasps> and one of them black lotus yes <laughs> i held a black trying... lotus this weekend really yes wow where um at the gp i went over there to film a video and i went up to a vendor and i thought for sure they would say no but I was like, this would be a funny shot if I'm holding a black lotus. So I'm like, hey, could I hold that black lotus? And he's like, which one do you want, alpha or beta? <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. oh my god! And then Did he you took touch it. Touch the real card yes. with your real hands. My real hands. He took it out of the thing, and I wow. held it. Wow. Unbelievable! Wow. I was so terrified. I'm sad that video never ended up anywhere because it was like, you know, I the look on my face was probably you pretty held priceless. A lotus. Yeah, I held a lotus. That's pretty cool. So the person of the Spark Limited. who won the whole, oh, oh, should we talk about what no, we think about it first? No, let's talk. Okay. Let's come bigger back around. Bigger picture. Bigger picture. Circle back around to it. The whole winner of the whole thing was Eli yes. Loveman. Yes. First top eight. Of California? Gets there. Of California. That's right. Um, playing humans in modern. They were telling me like they're, someone was relaying the story that like he and like his teammates are a bunch of like. Californians. Oh yeah, they, so he definitely looks a California yeah. dude. And they'd just be like, uh, oh, but whatever about everything. And so like when <laughs> he got like got the trophy and all of his friends yeah. rushed him on stage and they're all like, You won the mythic championship or whatever. <laughs> you know, California lifestyle. Yeah, it was exactly. a, it was a SoCal battle in the finals too from oh, Matt yeah. Sperling in uh, California as well. He lives in San Francisco. In San Francisco. That's no I don't want to say San Fran because they get mad. SF or San Francisco. Or San Francisco. Or the San Francisco treat, Riceroni. Or you can just call the entire city Riceroni. <laughs> I think that's I think that's probably fine. He's from Riceroni. I think they're fine with that. 
But yes. yeah, he was playing humans. And like, if you had said to me, Maria, what's going to win this tournament? I would not have said humans to you. Me neither. Because I would have been really hoping that it didn't. <laughs> well, you hate, you hate I humans. I really so. do. <laughs> humans is dumb. Do you know what I saw happen? What? I saw people make other people instant speed discard by using an ether vial set to two to on their draw step put into play a kite sail freebooter. Yes. Do you know what is nasty AF? That is instant speed discard when you're trying to top deck. Yeah, yeah. That is super Disgusting. mean. Disgusting. It's true. Meddling mage also very, very mean. There is a point which it was three copies against Tron. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> Tron only has three relevant spells that it can resolve in the first you place. You can't be mad that it was meddling maging Tron. Tron is so unfair. How can you no, be mad? I think that I think that humans is a more frustrating deck to play against which than one, Tron. Which one is more unfair? Answer the question. <laughs> Do you know what? What does unfair even mean, though? It what means, does unfair mean? It means abusing something in magic to um, get, like, uh, something out of it that you weren't supposed to get out of it. Okay, but, like, Aether Vial is a card that lets you literally cast cards for free. That's true. Right? And it's just that I think, like, Aether Vial has an appropriate downside, which is that sometimes you have an opening hand that has two of them, mm. and, like, the set, or like you draw one draw later late in your and name it's and it's like it sucks yeah and like tron has the downside of that like i watched alexander hayne miss top decks for like 20 turns yeah that is that did happen and that's the thing like right i think that they both they both have their appropriate downsides the thing that i noticed too is a lot of people assuming that the london mulligan was going to be this enormous game changer not only both coming into the weekend but mm -hmm. inside the matchups that we saw in the top eight and in feature match area when in the end the honest truth is mulliganing sucks even mm -hmm. if you're doing it with the london mulligan oh, that's so true. and decks even like tron that can have you know natural tron and opening hands now thanks a lot easier I think it was like 70% of the time, if you're willing to mulligan into oblivion, said Frank Karsten, like it still sometimes is not enough. Yeah. Like you can have that, but you also need to pay off and you also need your payoff to stick and you also need to be able, you know, whatever. You need to not et have cetera, it like, cetera, be discarded out of your hand. Yeah. So, so yeah. there you go. Like uh, it didn't really seem, I mean, I didn't play in the tournament, but it didn't seem to be the most broken thing that had ever existed. No, it certainly didn't. Do you know what was really interesting that no one talked about? Because like only like four people were playing it, slightly more than four. Huh. But ad nauseum, yes, which was at eight people, I want to say, had something like a sixty plus percent win percentage. I believe it, which is absurd because it doesn't die to it doesn't fall to graveyard hate. Yeah, like so, a lot of people were ready, and we saw a couple of rest in pieces played in the main deck. Wow, rude! <laughs> in the feature match area because rude. people were ready for dredge. They yeah. were ready for it. They were really scared of it, and yeah. I guess maybe they should have been, but. And not say, well, I mean, it's it like, meant, I don't care. Like, Dredge did not make it into the top eight at no, all. No, it didn't. Um, is it Phoenix? Only a single copy. Single copy. And you know what? That deck does not look good against humans. Watching that top, like, it, it was rough. Javier. It seemed rough. Javier Dominguez playing against Eli or no? Um, or against the other humans player? My gosh, I don't remember. Anyways, point is, like, I was just watching that match and it's just like, this does not look good. Javier is obviously an excellent player. Oh, he's so good. It's like, dumb. <laughs> Second in world one year, and then comes back and then gets he wins first it. Next. And then and he's like, "Oh, like, I top eight this you're, Yeah, you're like watching it, and you're just like, "This is not. This looks terrible." Yeah, I don't know. How are how are four copies of a three-two bird ever supposed to beat 
<laughs> just not good enough. It's just not good enough. Yeah. I mean, it can it can easily go the other way. Like, thing in the ice being able to flip and send all the humans packing. Like, that is That's something true. that can happen. But, like, it didn't look good in the top eight, I'll no. say that. And it wasn't, the, it wasn't the lock that, you know, a lot of people thought Affinity was going to just take down humans no problem. And that oh, didn't happen so either. that's so true. You know? It was, that was satisfying. Sometimes Affinity's draws are also not good. That's yeah. just a fact of life. Also, I think even when Affinity's draws are good, like, sure, it can, like, barf all its creatures out. But, like, there's <laughs> still always X ones. Yeah. Right? Even if it, with the cranial I mean, plating on. Hashtag is it Staticaster. Exactly. We saw that happening. Got some work. It done. did some hard work. That's right. But yes, Anyways. so that we we actually started talking a lot about modern in, yeah. in that in that segment. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Like modern. I mean, don't have it planned to talk about it later. No. Yeah. No. I'm. It's just like it's <laughs> no. just a super yeah. fun format no. that sometimes is super dice rolly, super coin yeah. flippy. But you know what? Sometimes that's all you want out of a exactly. game of Magic. And if you get a couple of like excellent games in the, in oh. the weekend, you're like fine with it. You're playing your fun, like decks your favorite fun deck. Things. You know, you're doing a fun yeah. thing. And then, you know, you lose a couple. And also, some people did argue that like some cards and some decks specifically got a lot better with this. There was open deck lists. Yes. Um, at this tournament. Which meant that everyone knew your main deck going in. Yeah, and your um, sideboard cards. And your sideboard cards, but not the the number of sideboard cards. Correct. Card, like, of each sideboard yeah. card. Um, anyways, and I just think, like, yeah, like, right? Meddling Mage gets a lot better when you can look at Absolutely your opponent's deck and be like, does. this is the one card that's very bad for me. Yeah, you don't even have to freebooter them first. Exactly. <laughs> You're just like, I already know what's in I your deck. I know your deck. Boop. Name it. Ouch. Yeah. That, that is 100% true. So humans yes. gets a boost there with yeah. that. Um, we saw a couple of fun new decks. I did a segment with Frank Karsten where he pulled out a few of them um, that are pretty fun, including this one deck he called Electro Balance. Yeah. And it had Electro Dominance and Balance where you it is possible uh, on turn one or two to make both players discard all of their cards and just top deck for the rest of the game. Why is that something <laughs> that you want? To you don't want to do it. I'll be clear. You don't want to do it unless you're just messing around and you're just like, this would be a fun, yeah. evil thing to do. Or unless you've suspended an, an ancestral vision. Ooh, there you go. All right. You could, that would have to be a little later, but yes. What? But you suspended on turn one, and then on turn two, you electrodominance balance everyone? Oh, yeah, I suppose you That's could do that. That's real good. That seems good. Um... Anyway, so yeah, there, there's there's some fun weird stuff out there like that, like have you seen red the Eldrazi. of a turn one modern deck. Uh, yes, there's yes, yes, I have. It is uh, it is pretty spicy. It uses Neoform, which is a new War of the Spark card. Ooh, okay. Um, which is a blue green, and you you sacrifice a creature, and you go and get a creature that is like one more. Yeah. Um, and then it has something. It has like the seven mana Dino thing. Yeah. That instead of finale of devastation, no, not the dino. The, the it's like allosaurus or something. Oh, like that. I was thinking of that. Yeah, because there's a dinosaur on it. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of an actual dino. Okay. Anyways, and like you can exile two green cards from your hand instead of paying its mana cost. Okay. So that it's literally it's like, as long as on, on your turn you have um some card that you can like exile from your hand at the beginning of the game to add a green mana. Uh, and then like a land and then you neoform and then you get this and then you, wait, you summoners pack for the Allosaurus and then you cast it by exiling, exiling cards from your hand and then you neoform it into a gristle brand. Sick. On turn one. Speaking of gristle brand, 
Grish yeah. Scholl brand, nowhere to be seen. Literally zero copies. Which is weird because that's a combo deck and you're like, oh, this is going to be combo friendly doing the London Mulligan. People must have thought that it just wasn't good enough. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Yep. Bizarre, but but that's the way the cookie crumbled. There were three yes. humans in the top eight. There was two Tron. There was one. Is it Phoenix? There. <laughs> Technically, there were eight. Were eight. <laughs> well, or as far as we humans. know. <laughs> and uh, Titan Shift, which is a deck you uh, have played before yeah. in tournaments. Um, that and was Tian Win. Yeah. Um, who said that he's played over ten thousand games? Unbelievable. With that deck. Yeah. Because, like, it's his modern deck. I love he that. He knows it inside and out. 10,000 games. 10,000. He said he was locked in on that deck for this tournament in 2014. Yeah. He's never played anything else. He's like, Eldrazi Winter came around. Nope. Still played Titan Shift. Don't care. And that's nice. what I am about. There were five Boggles players in the tournament, by the way. Three of them made day two. So there you that's go. That's a pretty good conversion rate. <laughs> And a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Maria Boggles, it's going to be so good with Alana Mulligan. And I'm, you know, I, I tried it out and the truth of the matter is it does get better, but I don't think it gets as much better as the other decks do. <laughs> and Boggles lives in a format and, yeah, where Boggles other decks is not stumble. happy in a Tron heavy format. No, 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 no. That is brutal. No, it can be a brutal matchup. It is not un unwinnable, but... Um, it's basically. <laughs> but it is basically unwinnable. If, if Tron can't do it do anything but then again any deck can be tron that's not doing its thing yeah um but yeah but yeah uh oh, boggles man. wants fair matchups and that is just not one nope. um must play against like creatures yeah anyway so that's my hot quick hot take on the slippery boys but um yeah it was it was overall a strange tournament mm -hmm. because like all of this is kind of like formats that aren't often played slash have nope. never been played before like who nope. know who knew who would make the top eight and and um yeah, so but it was very exciting because of that too. Yeah. Should we talk about limited? Yes. All right, draft. All right. We're the spark draft. Our Maria, what do you think? I think it's awesome. I do think it's really cool. It's so fun. It does take a long time. Yes. There were a record number of draws in the limited rounds. That is accurate. It like double. I, I've never seen so many draws in the yeah. in the draw column on this on the leaderboard. A huge number of draws. So like just be prepared. You're gonna have to make decisions. You need to make your decisions snappy. You need yeah. to push your opponent to be like, hey, we're not stalling around here. What is this, Russia? I was about to make the same <laughs> joke. <laughs> I felt like you're gonna make it yep. and it left from your brain into my yep. mouth. Alright. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, yes, you're yeah. right. It, it can take a long time because there's planeswalkers on the uh -huh. battlefield now and you have to decide, are you going to attack those planeswalkers? Do yeah. you care about those planeswalkers? Yeah. Are you going to smash face? Should you play your own planeswalkers? Do you need to play blockers yes. first? What are, you, yeah. what are you even doing with your life? Should you even protect your planeswalkers? Should yeah. you even attack their planeswalkers? Should you put an extra counter on this planeswalker or on your creature? I don't know. You know what I mean? The answer is I don't know. Yeah, it's complicated. The answer is it's complicated. But that means it's really fun. It's super fun. Lots of tough decisions. I will decisions. say, um, I saw a lot of pros drafting black, blue-black yeah. and doing very well with it on day one. You, uh, the 3-0 drafters, I think there were 12 3-0s in Demir. Yeah. And the next highest was Is It with nine. Yeah. So use that's that pretty, information how you will. That's pretty telling. Yeah, I think um, so. And I've definitely felt, I mean... Uh, this is no mark of if it's actually good. I felt drawn to blue-black, but what, what's frickin' new? <laughs> Demir had its cold, t tight grasp on your throat. Wow. Wow, Demir, jeez. Wow. But, you know, I've, I saw a couple of people draft five-color. Yeah. And they both 3-0'd. 
Yeah. Then that would be um, that was pretty cool. Alexander Hain, yes. who ended up in the top eight, and Yuya Watanabe, who would have ended up in the top eight. We did not talk about this. No, we didn't. It's one of the stories of the weekend, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. was Yuya's disqualification. Yeah, what a shock. We know a lot of people who are like feeling devastated really really wrecked by this yeah he's a hall of um, famer he's in the magic pro league yes beloved by the magic community i yes. would say um I, yeah i don't think that that is saying it too strongly I, I think that there are still for a lot of people a lot of questions yes um before anyone will feel any sort of closure, or closure exactly or about about what is happening and i hope that we'll get more news in the coming weeks because it really is just like yeah. Yeah. Uh, what happened, in case you don't know, is that he was disqualified for having marked sleeves, which was specifically the Tron lands in yeah. his Tron modern each deck. Each one had a different marking. Each, yeah. Each Urza's Mine Tower and, and um, what's the other freaking place? Power plant. Power plant. Urza's Bed Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? Just kidding. Urza's Fortress. Urza's Toilet. Urza's Throw Rug. Urza's Sock Drawer. <laughs> Unset Urza's messy kitchen cabinet. <laughs> Speaking of, we haven't said why we're in this kitchen. Oh, it's because we're in London. We're in London. I figure everyone figured it this out. This is our new cooking show. Yeah. Oh, would you watch it? Are those knives over there in frame? Because they're spooky. I hope they are. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it was it was pretty sad. And yeah. um uh yeah, so a lot of people are like asking to see the sleeves in question. And in case you, like I, were wondering, like I were wondering. Yeah. Um like why would that be significant or like how is that actually sure, helpful you're like sure. oh the lands are like marked or whatever who cares is that a actually helpful thing um it definitely it definitely helps when you are for instance um deciding on a mulligan yep um knowing what kind of like if you have a land and coming you, up and next specifically which kind and of. specifically which kind yeah and also if you've kept a hand and you have something like that a shuffle effect of any kind a sylvan scrying and ancient stirrings um, or like a look or a shuffle that you know, like yeah. if you have a Sylvan Scrying, but you know you're going to draw a Tron land, well, you're not going to cast it. Yeah. Because you want to just naturally draw that. Exactly. And so the judges released a rough. statement that said that there was only a 1% chance that this could have happened yeah. unnaturally yes. uh, just through the state of playing the game. So they're 99% sure that this was deliberate. And um, while this is like super hard and shocking to believe, even for me, like who hasn't even like known of Yuya that long or whatever, yeah. Um, I, if a judge says that to me, that makes me pretty dang sure they know what they're yeah. talking about. Yep, it's so. super rough because you're caught between like sets of people that you're like, I like, I really respect this person. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. So there Life you go. Was difficult. That was a rough moment. But um, yeah, War of the Spark Draft, which is what we were on before we on got derailed. To a, on to a lighter topic. <laughs> Super fun. I love drafting Planeswalkers. I had three in a deck yeah. the other night. I had uh, Sarkin, who is just stupid and super fun. Yeah. Makes all your Planeswalkers into 4-4 Flying Dragons. Yeah. Like, that's super cool. Yeah. I love the static abilities. They've got You've got to remember that they're there. Oh, I got to cast a Eugene. You cast a Eugene? A Eugene <gasps> was great. Oh, excellent. Eugene makes you a little tutu. That's a card oh, off the yeah, top of your deck. Like a morph. Yeah, but then when that when that creature dies, yeah. it just goes to your hand. Sick. Really That's good. some value, Eugene. Good it work. It really is. Good work being Bolus's twin. Yes. So Secret ghost twin. I'm we've only done like Spirit two drafts. Twin. So like this is I hard think I've for done me. Three. I, do I think two of them I was blue black and the third one I was trying really hard not to draft blue black and then my deck was bad. <laughs> 
Do you, you just have to, let to it see? Come. I watched. I watched um, uh, Jean Emmanuel Duprat draft Charm Stray. Oh, that's right. Four copies, and then three copies of Johnny's Pride that's Mate, awesome. which is really what did it. Get your lifelink on. Um, I saw what him those keep, kitty cats. I saw him keep an opening seven. That was four, like three copies of Charm Stray, yeah. a land, and a Johnny's Pride Mate, and then like two other whatever. Great. Two other spells. And his first draw was a forest, and it was just like. That's all uh, you need. It's so good. It's so good. Kitty cat, kitty cat, kitty cat, kitty cat, kitty cat. Kitty and all he needs, and he, he too won that draft. So yeah. like that deck is real. Exactly. So am I understanding that? And I know that someone else on day one, three owed it. Oh, with, yes, they with, did. With, with Charm Stray. With Charm Stray. That was Andrew Tenjum. <gasps> draft with your cats. Get your cats out. Cats, cats, cats. cats. We're cats, the cats. cats. We're the cats. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's a joke from our stream. So yes. check out twitch.tv slash GLH of magic. If you want some more fun times like that. Oh, yeah, man. But yes, I am super stoked about this format. I think it's awesome. I think mm-hmm. it's sweet. I want to draft it more. I played a little bit of sealed on arena and um, I just put lots of good cards in my deck and it was fine. Yeah. Seems kind of you know? like what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I think so. Put good cards in your deck. And that's always a format that people like. Yeah. So there you go. Those are those are our thoughts on the Mythic Championship that happened this past weekend. Uh, congrats once again to the, to the winner, Eli Loveman, California boy. Um, and, and those California humans. California boys. <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about that song for so long. Same. Wow. She's had a long career since then. That's true. Many different hairstyles. Oh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for some flavor text theater war the oh, spark style. That's right. I'm excited. Okay. okay. You hear this? Yeah, you hear this pack? I Here do. We go. We're gonna do some ASMR pack opening for you now. So get your headphones on and uh, listen up. So we're cracking a pack of uh war. <laughs> it sounds it's really not good. ASMR if it's you're a, talking I'm sorry, it, but it, it sounds really good. And what we're gonna Oh my god. <laughs> I can't do it. It's too weird. <laughs> what we're gonna do is uh pick these p- movie pick these <laughs> pick these cards up and pitch you movies or TV shows based on the title or somehow if we're inspired by the art on the card. <laughs> We've been in the wrong kind of podcast this whole All right. time. So if you're in the movie biz and you want to like, you know, get in on these sweet, sweet movies, like, you know, call us. We've got some. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to pitch you a movie right now. Okay. This is a cartoon. Think Rainbow Bright because mm-hmm. I loved that show back in the day. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that there is um, a horse <laughs> on a horse farm <laughs> and okay. like its parents were like big racing horses and they made a lot of money for this horse farm. Okay. And this baby horse, it's a pony. It's, that's the word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's a different kind of horse. Yeah, that's a short horse. <laughs> this is a normal horse, but it's a baby horse. A foal? I don't yeah, know. A foal is a really one. That's a really little one. What's then, a medium? What's a teenager horse called? Um, is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. It's a filly. A filly. This filly uh, wants to be a racer like uh, mom and dad winning the big bucks, but she uh, jumps over a log and breaks her leg. Ponies aren't just short horses. They're different. 
they're they're different all that's, together. That's true. Anyways, keep going. And she breaks her leg. She breaks her leg, and this is like a cartoon that was made in like 1982. So uh-huh. like the farmer is gonna shoot her. <laughs> yep, of course. Because that's how cartoons that's were. That's how back those then. shows went back then. They and were dark. They were dark. But what happens is um, a little girl uh, comes in and saves her from her fate, and is able to to take her away into the woods and hide her and Ooh. cares for her. And while the pony, I mean, sorry, Philly is hidden in the woods, a fairy horse mother appears and grants it one wish. And the horse says, I want to be fast like my mom and dad. And the fairy horse mother grows it wings so not like you know she doesn't fix the leg or whatever so but it now can fly and it still has kind of a a broken leg but it can fly and soar over the clouds and the little girl rides it around and they become best friends and have lots of adventures together it's a cartoon series i'm making this cartoon it's called trusted pegasus i just dropped it on the floor oh it's so cute yeah trusted pegasus okay um mine is about like a very a very wealthy woman in sort of like the 17 or 1800s. I'm in. You're, we're thinking around the time of like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Right. And she lives in this giant house in the middle of a, of a forest. Um, and there's, you know, there's like several, several towns nearby and everything. Um, and even in the city, there's rumors of like this person that if you are a young woman who has been wronged in some way, um, and your, your wrong has not like whoever did it has not been brought to justice. You can, you can go to some mystical place in the woods. Cool. Um, so many woods shows today. So many woods shows. I mean, and it will, it will be, you know, like there is a force out there that will help you take care of it. Oh, of sick. Whatever happened, like whoever this person was that wronged you. Um, and it is, of course, this woman who weaves some very elaborate traps for all of the men who have wronged these women in various Great. ways. It is called Snare Spinner. <laughs> Great. I'd watch it. My next film is an um, Oscar bait drama. And um, it's set during World War II. And um, there's a pair of twins. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to make it weird right off the bat. There's mm-hmm. a pair of twins. And one um, has some kind of medical issue. And so he can't go to war. And the other goes off to war. And he's fighting overseas in Europe. And um, at some point, like, the twins have this psychic connection. And when there's, like, a high emotional trauma, they swap bodies what do you know what i mean like the one twin who who was sick at home finds himself in the middle of the war and the one who is in the middle of the war is suddenly back at home with the other guy's wife and family but like secretly the other twin had really loved that guy's like (gasps) wife and whatever so like messed up it's super messed up because she doesn't like super know and he's like oh my god i'm conflicted but i love her and i always did but she chose (gasps) my twin brother and the twin brother who is sick is like no i'm now in my brother's spot and i'm home but i don't know how to get back like he's the villain yeah so like what do you mean the the man who's going to just stay at home with his brother's wife is the villain of this story (laughs) but he's not 100 in like he's a but he's mostly he's a villain he's a bad man (laughs) he's a bad man um and the other one has to fight to get back home and convince his wife and family that he was body swapped with his twin while the other one is living his life Mm -hmm. it's called casualties of war Ooh. Wow. That's super dark. That is super dark. It took turns I wasn't expecting, but really, there same. we go. Same, same. It's Jude Law and somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in in this movie, um, it, terms, it turns out that the Grim Reaper has always had a faithful dog <laughs> by his side. 
Great. Um, who has always, you know, kept him company because it's a it's a dark job. It's a grim job, yeah, if, you, you need, if you will. You need some friends. Um, and then it turns out that one day, like, the dog chases after, you know, like a cat that's being bad or something. Ooh. Um, and gets lost. The Grim Reaper loses his dog and he can't find him. And the dog is so distraught. And doesn't know what to do. And it's just a dog. So it ke- it starts accidentally also like reaping souls. <laughs> as a way of trying to get back to the Grim Reaper. Whoops, I reaped a soul today. It's, per- <laughs> it's Whoops, person. I reaped a soul. Sorry. Until eventually they are reunited in their yeah. Grim jobs. It is Bane Hound. <laughs> Bane Hound, too many eyes. Bane Hound, too many eyes. Uh, this film <clears throat> is like... Um, Set in hell. And uh, what happens yep. is there is like a hell demon hanging out down in hell. And their job is to um, eat the sins of the people who come down mm-hmm. to kind of cleanse them on their way up as oh. they're cleansed and get to go back up to heaven. So it's a very dark, terrible job because he is like the giver, except everything that he's being given is awful. And he has to just suck it down. That's rough. And deal with it. Um, until one day um, he sucks down someone's sins. <laughs> And <laughs> there's probably a better way to pitch this. <laughs> They're saying this he sucked out someone's sins. He's sucking down on a hot sin. And <laughs> what happens is he, fi- uh-huh. he, he finds himself, once again, I'm with body swapping. Because in this case, what I want to say is he, he sucks down the sin and he finds himself in that person's life the second before the decision is made to commit the murder or whatever this ba- wow, person did. That it was bad, really bad. That he needs to now decide if he wants to keep doing or if he wants a second chance at life, essentially, because he's been living at a hell demon for so long, mm-hmm. that maybe if he chooses not to murder, he can start over again. Ooh, In what will he choose? Devouring Hellion. Ah. Uh-huh. Sucking sins or being not a murderer. All right. Um, oh. This one is about um, a guy who's like one of those, who's a, who's a fire spinner, you know? Yeah. Um, anyways, loves fire spinning. Does it at all sorts of Are fire you talking, Is this events? like a real world thing people do? Yeah. Do you mean? Yeah. You know, fire? when they have like the long thing and there's fire at the end of it and they spin it. <laughs> and then there's like, they have two of them like and there's jugglers? one on each hand. No. But jugglers, it could be a person who juggles fire, okay, but I think, it's not. I, I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like a fire twirler. A yeah, fi- fire twirler. A fire spinner. Anyways, point is, it's one of those people that has like the long things and they spin fire at the end of it got it um but he loses he he like messes up one night and loses an eye <laughs> oh uh, no loses an eye of fire spinning and so he he goes on a crusade and says do you know what we don't have to do this with fire we can do this with other something else instead and make it better it's called chain whip cyclops great That's well it. i have a similar story over here actually and okay. this one is about an electrician um and he's like Kind of like one of those electricians who's super grumpy going around fixing pe- people's houses, but he doesn't love his job, but he's very good at it. He's very smart, but he's kind of an a-hole. And uh, at, so one day he gets electrocuted and electrocutes his eye out. <laughs> but every part of him, other part of him is fine. He electrocutes <laughs> his eye out? Yeah, did your mom ever say, don't put your finger in the toaster, you'll electrocute, electrocute your, your eye out. out. All right. Yeah. Um, so, but what he finds is he gets a, a special power of of uh, currents currents he can uh, this what's some there's some superhero who can control electricity who is it bj do you know the super, the superhero who can control electricity there's the villain from supergirl um there is a movie about this yeah. you know i can't who think of who into, it is who sorry go, who's made of electricity yeah but also look up the supergirl villain 
Um, but that's basically the story, yeah. uh, except they have one eye that they lost to electricity, and the other eye only sees the world in electricity. So even like the metaphorical electricity, you know, between people, but oh. also in buildings and stuff. So they oh. have a hard time navigating the world after in Cyclops. Oh, Cyclops Electromancer is the name, oh, of the, the name of the movie. Right. But I'm not... The other card I pulled was Angrath, Captain of Chaos, and that's just a story about Angrath, which I would watch. Yeah, same. Okay, this one is the story of, like... Um, it's the... You know, it's like the early 2000s. Yeah. And we're following a band, like a rock band from the 80s. That Sick. was just, like... They were, they were hot. Ooh. They were the best thing, right? All right. They were basically the Rolling Stones wow. or Journey or Def Leppard or Twisted Sister. Nice. I'm going to keep going. Anyways, keep, keep Dream. It coming. They were heart. Anyway, um, any, what was I talking about? They're, you're follow- talking about we're bands. following the, this band. Okay, we're following this band, except now obviously they're all washed up and they're just having a hard time putting it together. Yeah. They're like, do, they, and they, they wouldn't do any reunion tours for a long time because they were like feuds. Between between them, oh, you know, eventually. Yeah. Classic eighties feuds. Um, but then one of them wakes up one day and just looks at looks at his life and is just like, "This is this is terrible. Like this oh, is a mess. No. What have I done?" And he realizes that he hasn't played music in like years. Yeah. Um, because he he like lost the passion for it without his band. Um, and so he he first the first thing he has to do is it was his brother was one of the other members of the band. Yeah. And he has to go and he like has to mend fences with his brothers. And then it's like a getting the band back together oh, and they cute. have to try and find a way to be popular. Right. Think of it as like the background is like uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC are like the hot thing right now. And it's all these like grizzled, 80s. grizzled 80s rockers oh, being like, the space what Cowboys. can we do? <laughs> and it's called band together. <laughs> Is this very literal? Yes. <laughs> but band also together. Band together. Oh, that's cute. I like right? that. I would probably watch that. Tommy Lee Jones is in it. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. My next movie is about uh, um, the perfume company Chanel in the future. And they develop a perfume scent that's like that when you use it, it gives you um, power over anybody in a certain way. It's like love potion number nine situation. Mm-hmm. And... Um, what happens is that it gets out into the public and starts wreaking havoc and people are upending governments and everything is complete chaos. And um, there's a few people in the world who can't smell, you know, and so they are unaffected and they are now the superheroes that have to fight back against this horrible plague, essentially, that's sweeping over humanity in this new thriller called Crush Descent. I gotcha. I gotcha. Crush you. descent. <laughs> I gotcha. No. <laughs> okay, here's my here's my last okay, one. Okay, give it to me. Okay. This is uh one where um this is also a war film. Okay. Um except that it is uh it's sort of like it's sort of a, a futuristic war, right? And on every on the, on both sides of the battle, it's not like humans versus robots, but it's like Humans and robots fight together on both sides. Yeah. Um, and there's like there's like robots and there's people who are like part human, part robot. And that's also been the thing with like instead of like war horses or things like that, it's like things that are like half horse, half machine, oh, half dog, sick. half machine. Um, and it's one of the it's like one of the generals on the battlefield and she's been mortally wounded. Yeah. Um, and she at least she thinks she's been mortally wounded wounded and she's like delirious. 
Um, and she's dying and like right she realizes right beforehand that she like needs to pass her command on to someone else and she sees what she thinks is like a person in the hazy distance that she trusts and she says it's them like okay this is it. Oh. You're, you're like you're the general in charge now and then she wakes up in a hospital a year later and it turns out that the that the person she thought she promoted was just a robot dog <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Is <laughs> a robot dog um, who's, who's better at it than anyone ever guessed. I'm so tired. It's like an Airbud. I bud. don't. It's like Airbud. It's called Battlefield Promotion. <laughs> There's no rule that says dogs can't be Great. generals. Great. Yeah. All right. My last one is a foreign language film. Okay. <clears throat> I've decided. And it's in Japan. Okay. And there's a woman who lives in an apartment. It's very barren. Mm -hmm. And this is like an indie movie. Okay. And um, very sad. There's nothing there. She has no life. She has no friends. She has wow. nothing. She just goes to her job. It's very boring. She comes home. She eats. She goes to bed. Um, but what we find out is she has a special power. Ooh. What she'll do at night is sneak into other people's houses. That's not a power. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a misdemeanor at best. <laughs> She sneaks into people's houses and she finds like their cherished like heirlooms or treasures that they keep in their house. Oh, so it's theft. <laughs> no, no, And she takes one of them, which uh -huh. yes is continuing the theme here, um, and brings it back to her house where she sits it in the middle of her empty barren house floor and she holds on to it. And what happens is she relives either the best or the worst day in that person's life. You're doing so much body swapping. I know I am. This is my third body swap. You body swapped right now? I think I, I might be body swapped right now. Wow. I'm trying to tell you all something. Maria been body swap. But she she body swap and um but she doesn't know. It might be a horrible decision or it might be a great memory that she relives, but no matter what, after the day is done, she goes back to her normal life of which she has nothing. Which I think is Why doesn't she put her life together and have things in her life? Because maybe she maybe she will by the maybe end. Maybe she maybe will. Maybe in by the, the end, end. of the I last so. one she realizes that she wants what the person yeah. had or something like that. She has to go anyway, on it. Dusk Mantle operative. Because they're on the mantle. Because they're on the mantle. Oh, boy. <laughs> Before we go, Ultra, Ultra Pro. Hey, have you ever traveled to a foreign country and been like, I wish that I had a really great deck box to keep all of these cards safe? I have. Ultra it, Pro. It happened to me recently, but oh, I didn't yeah. despair because I literally had my Ultra Pro box with yes. me. Yes. Have if you? Have, fish it out. Yeah. BJ. Yeah. Fish it out. <gasps> there it oh, is. Oh, wait. This, this isn't even that ultra. This is a different Ultra Pro box. Have you ever been like, I need some really cute tokens to pass on to my friends? Yeah. And then you gave your friends cute tokens in a box? Yeah. There you go. B BT dubs. It's the perfect Thanks size. Thanks to Hayward Stardust for these cute, cute tokens. And oh, these cute, we cute did box. get them. Okay. Yes. I told her on Twitter that, that we didn't. That wasn't just a hypothetical. That wasn't a hypothetical. Oh, okay. I didn't tell you? No. Well, this well, has also been a story about making sure you communicate with your friends about what I'm did going and to did tell, not happen. I'm going to message her now and tell her we did, in fact, get the tokens. Well, this is a shout out to her. Yeah, a shout out to her. But And, and also Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro. Anyways, Ultra Pro, where you can go to get boxes to put tokens that one person will keep and not tell someone else about. <laughs> 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 you can also just get a really sweet set of kids play mat. Well, everybody, that is our 
our show for this wonderful yes, episode of Good Luck High Five. Thanks for coming along on the ride as always. Yeah. Live from London. Next week, um, we're going to have uh, Megan taking the reins. Yes, I am. What's going to happen? Nobody knows. Who knows? Who could say? Will I really, will I really just mess it all up good? <laughs> Only time will tell. But yeah, we're, it'll be a special guest um, host with Will Megan. Will it just be an hour of ASMR pack opening? <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to tune in. You're, you're going to have to subscribe. tune in to find out. Um, but thank you once again to everyone who supports the show on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you to card kingdom and ultra pro our other sponsors. I'm going to stop slapping this counter right now. Yes. And you know what? Check out our other show, the upkeep. If you need your magic news, because we've taken that out of this show and put it into its own show yeah. because we want it to have its own chance to shine. So if you were like, what else happened this past weekend? Yeah. Oh boy. We really unload a lot of news There's onto your plate. There's a lot of news this week. And then you have to eat it. You must be a member of the you clean plate club. You must eat it. You must. You must. But uh, what else? I don't know. Like, we have a YouTube channel. We have a Facebook yeah. page. We got an Instagram. We got a Twitter. We. We. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs>